With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This podcast contains language that is not appropriate for children. But if your child is smart enough to avoid falling into a gorilla enclosure, then they can probably listen to our podcast. This episode was brought to you by The Food Babe. The Food Babe. For when you don't understand basic chemistry, but still want to get your fear mongering on. So if you've been anywhere around social media the past few days, of course, you heard about Harambe, the gorilla that was shot dead at the Cincinnati Zoo this past Saturday after a four-year-old fell into his enclosure. Obviously, a very tragic incident all around, uh, but a necessary uh, result from that because a tranquilizer does not have the same immediate effect that a firearm would uh, and could actually make him become more aggressive towards the child. Um, So I have a problem, though, with the knee-jerk reaction and the blaming of the parents and even going as far as to creating a petition to have them investigated by CPS. Kids must have some sort of special class in preschool where they learn the fine art of running away from parents. And this is something that can happen in a moment when a parent has their attention drawn away to something else. And in this specific example, there are reports that the parent was tending to other children that she had at the time. I get the fact that people are angry, but making decisions and calling for change when you're angry is often not the best idea. It's pretty easy to overreact when you're pissed off and ignore rationality. People are angry at the situation and don't know who to blame. I get it. Harambe was a silverback gorilla, which is an endangered species, but it's not a black and white issue. There's some shared blame to be had here. Sure, the parent could absolutely have prevented the incident by being a super mom, but every parent has a moment when they're not focused 100% on their child 100% of the time. Anyone that tells you that they are is just a fucking lying liar. Incidents like Harambe being shot spark faux outrage from people who are seeking to feel better about themselves by putting others down. The zoo also could have prevented it by having more secured enclosure for Harambe. It's a really shitty situation with no one person to blame. And I get it. They haven't had an issue with anybody breaching the enclosure in 30 years, but obviously they did. So that just means they got lucky for the past 30 years. This was not a situation where there's just one catastrophic breakdown by one individual person. Multiple failures occurred here. This could have happened to just about any parent. So instead of immediately reacting with some sort of online petition, which is pretty meaningless anyway, particularly since this the change.org petition that's going around is being sent to the zoo itself rather than Ohio CPS, which kind of further illustrates the lack of rational thought involved. But instead, take a moment to look at the information we have and don't draw conclusions about the quality of parenting. Hello and welcome to the Science Enthusiast Podcast. My name is Dan, and I'm joined by my one of my co-hosts, Natalie. Hey, Dan. How you doing? I'm I'm okay. I'm here. How are you? I I am in the. This is the epitome of existing right now. What yeah. I have going on over yeah. here. Right. Uh, also, we are joined tonight. Rejoined tonight, I should say, by our other co-host, Devin. Yes, it is good to be back with you guys. We miss fucker. You. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I miss yeah, you we, too. Yeah, see, Man, I I'm, can see the divide in loyalty here. I'm, I'm, the, I'm the nice one. See, I'm one of your other drunk nobodies, so we we stick. Oh, together. we're we're all various stages of drunk nobodies. What are you What are you drinking tonight, Natalie? 
I am drinking Boulay bourbon, so if they want to send some my way to sponsor the show, I'd, I'd be totally cool with that. So. <laughs> and what about you, Devin? I have Ninkazi Brewing's Pale Ale. Uh, I'm drinking uh, a uh, brand of vodka that makes a loopy flavor. It tastes like Fruit Loops, but they can't put Fruit Loops because then hashtag copyright infringement. You know what? That sounds super classy. So I'm glad that we know that about you. <laughs> I don't. I don't think any part of it is. I'm drinking Fruit Loops. You're drinking Fruit Loops flavored as vodka. So I don't think any part of that's classy. If anything, it speaks more to the quality of my character. But yeah, and that's okay. We accept you for who you are. So. I was made in his image, um, which which yeah. hashtag great segue uh, that leads us into our first segment tonight. Uh, well, yes, to the, the the god of the week, because you know what we're we're willing to believe in anything for seven days. There we go. <laughs> so this week's god of the week is the Titanus Themis of uh, Greek mythology, uh, or not not mythology. She totally exists <laughs> totally. because no and. And we are playing to her right now. Well, she gets, yeah, it's, we're dedicating this entire, uh, whatever this is. This is a podcast (laughs) episode. (laughs) (laughs) So Themis is the titaness of, uh, divine order, law, uh, natural law and custom. And so we have her to thank for all sorts of things. Um, common affairs of humans, particularly assemblies, exciting things such as that. (laughs) Uh, When when I think of her name be placed. Assemblies, (laughs) Assemblies, <laughs> obviously. Yeah, right. Dude, it was better than going to class. I guess. Yeah, I guess it's like when they wheel in the video um, or VCR and TV, and it's like it's an assembly. Uh, it's your hangover day. Yeah. yeah <laughs> that's not. What's yeah. funny is that's not too far uh, from the truth. In my, uh, not that I ever did that, but I yeah. had uh, coworkers that I that I knew for a fact would do that on those days. The ones that would drink the Fruit Loop vodka for, the night before. Former, yeah, 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 right. <laughs> those people, those assholes. So, <laughs> so we all tip our drinks uh, this evening to Themis. Yeah, Themis and assemblies, and why not? <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. Two assemblies. Like, two, two, two assemblies for the next seven days. Jesus, we have to worship assemblies. Right. No, not Jesus. Not Jesus. Not Jesus. Sorry. Sorry, Themis. I'm sorry. Jesus is my, my number one go-to <laughs> God reference. But Well, he's I my know. co-pilot, but he's not my number one. No. She. She's a titaness. Okay, sorry. So, so. That's it. You're definitely going to Themis. I, I mean, I'm already going to all kinds of hell. I'm okay with that. Okay. Um, so speaking that. of going to hell, we have a special guest this week. Yes. Uh, yes. We do. <laughs> whatever that means. So, yeah, that was super nice. Yeah. <laughs> I'm good. working. Guys, this is, this is only our third episode. I'm working on, we're working segues. on our segues here. Yeah. <laughs> Take what you can get. So, Lauren, uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do? Okay, so uh, I am a PhD candidate. I'm studying molecular immunology. I specialize in tumor immunology slash cancer immunotherapy. Uh, Specifically, uh, I study the response of a specific kind of immune cell called the T cell uh, to radiation therapy. So localized cancer treatment shoot a beam of x-rays out of tissue and the tissue like explodes and then your immune system cleans it up. Um, so I, that sounds I, awesome. Right. Like 
I love I love what I do. Like I love thinking about the different players in the micro environment. I think it's super cool. Uh, and yeah. and I, I I don't remember like everything that that he did, uh, but I remember my fresh this freshman year of high school, my biology teacher, uh, when we got to immunology. Uh, like he broke everything. Like he did such a great job. It it and I'm the asshole that can't remember it. But he like assigned like he had like uh, killer T cells or like General Patton and had like all these all these other different like characters like that broke down. And it was it was just about like the coolest thing. Uh, it's the only thing I remember from the, from that class. But but yeah, I, I totally agree with that. There's there like your immune system is just it's pretty great. I don't know if you've ever used it, but it's just pretty. Hopefully, yeah, no, hopefully we've all used it yeah it's pretty intricate yeah um it's probably like one of the one of the fields in my program where you have to memorize the most just because there are so many different things to study so like a lot of the other phd programs are more of a technical skill so like one of my roommates will spend like eight or 12 hours on the electron microscope straight just like moving something around in liquid nitrogen cooled chamber um, and that's super cool to him, but I would never want to do that. Uh, I have to like, I kind of make up stories where the cells are players and we're trying to kind of turn the tides of war. And I, I don't know. It's a, it's a cool story. I, I like I that find, story. Yeah. I do you have it, to use like D and D dice to like figure <laughs> out what happens or uh, sometimes it feels <laughs> like, it, there's just it's so intricate and so complicated and everyone's different every every animal model is different every cell line is different every tumor type is different um it's it's it feels random sometimes and it can be frustrating and i i there's a lot of pressure sometimes uh that, in a that kind of that kind of that kind of leads into i guess a question or more of a thing that a lot of people uh, well, not I say a lot of people. But some people say, or a lot, of, especially a lot of like uh, pro pseudoscience uh, websites, what what they say. Uh, so, like when, when they say, you know, we don't have a cure for cancer, or or they know, like scientists know the cure for cancer, but big pharma is suppressing that because uh, you know money or or, or whatever. Um, I mean, like what what are your thoughts on that? To, to just to that thought process that you know, a we do know what the cure for cancer is, or b even that there is just one possible cure for cancer. Yeah, uh, it. It's, it goes against the nature of the disease. So thinking that there's one cure of cancer or that we would be suppressing it. Um, I, I, that, that there are a lot of things about that that just don't make sense. But uh, specifically, cancer is so varied. It's, it's a, more of a family of diseases than a specific disease. It's just like how... Kind of not unlike the... Like, like... The, the autism diagnosis, it's not just one thing. Like people think it's just one specific diagnosis, but it's an entire spectrum. Is that incorrect? I don't study autism. Well, well I mean, it's <laughs> like, it, but it's, it's a whole, it's a whole spectrum. Like it's not just one specific. Uh, it's not a spectrum. Exactly. No. Um, it's, 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 it's like, the, okay. So like your skin looks completely different from your bone, looks completely different from your muscle to your lung, to your heart, to your brain. Right. So all of those tissues look completely different. So why would you expect a disease that is derived from your skin or your brain or your lung 
why would that look the same between the two areas, right? So like they're completely different families of diseases. They have different starting points and they have different pathways to mutation. So like a testicular cancer that grows in your scrotum, uh, that's an immune privileged site. So like the immune, your immune system is less active there. So that the, the challenges for growing testicular cancer are different from growing lung cancer, where you have a pretty, pretty, vi um, pretty constant circulating immune system, especially because it's contact in contact with the outside environment. Right. So those are entirely different environments. The disease develops entirely differently. So it's not right. people say all the time that it's not one disease, it's hundreds, hundreds of diseases. And that's true, but it's it's even more than that because a pancreatic tumor between patients is going to look entirely different just because of your genetic makeup uh, and your environment. All right, I'm going to I'm going to post a, uh, or to pose a question, uh, if I may. Okay. Um, I was wondering if you could just kind of give us a general idea. Um, because I think I might speak for some people who don't really understand very much of this particular area. What actually is uh, immunology? I know that's uh, one of your focuses. Uh, immunology is just the study of your immune system. So just neurology is the study of the brain and neurons. Immunology is the study of your immune system. And so, so how are you applying that to uh, the research of cancer? Your immune system is involved in cancer development kind of from start to finish. So the first stage of kind of your body stopping you from getting cancer is each of your cells has a certain number of checkpoints that it has to check with itself whenever it divides. So cancer is primarily a disease of hyperproliferation of a cell. So your cell first checks to make sure that your DNA is all good to go before you uh, replicate your cells and it allow, it is allowed to grow. As you accumulate mutations, that gets kind of messed up and then your immune system gets involved. So when those cells start looking different, your immune system can sense that and it can get rid of those weird cells and then your other ones can take it. It's so what would an accurate comparison then be like if you make like a copy of a copy of a copy of a copy of a copy on a photocopier, it just looks like shittier and shittier exactly. and then eventually your immune system's like, no, fuck this, like yeah, you need right. to die. Yeah, you could totally, you could say that. Um, often that your cells can actually like repair it. So it'd be like, if you could zoom mm -hmm. enhance sort of thing. But, <laughs> enhance. But eventually, yeah, but like eventually, <laughs> eventually you're enhancing crops out, right? Mm -hmm. Which is why mm -hmm. older people tend to get cancer more. They've just had more time for your, their cells to replicate and replicate and replicate and incorporate mutations. So when your cells start looking kind of fucked up, your immune system comes in. And your immune system has different ways of sensing when your cells look weird, but uh, it's it's um, it's constantly clearing out cells. So like whenever you get a sunburn, actually, whenever you get a sunburn, your skin is super red and it starts flaking. The flaking is because your skin cells have realized, oh fuck, we're dead, or the DNA is damaged to shit. So they all kill themselves. They flake off, and then it's red because your immune system is activated. It's clearing up a lot of that, those dead cells. It's clearing. It's um, it's yeah. It, it's right. Kind of, and I and I and I've heard I've heard and I've heard it. Maybe you could either confirm or dismiss this that when it, when you do have a sunburn, if it doesn't, it's actually more dangerous or or however you want to 
want to phrase it it's, uh if if it doesn't actually flake off like that if it just gets really red and then doesn't flake off and because then you're because your skin's not shedding all yeah. those yeah it, it, there are different yeah but like you, it's good that your body is shedding like it's painful but it's <laughs> it's important that your skin sheds off like that's a necessary it's kind of like vomiting when you have food poisoning like you need to get rid of that bacteria which mm-hmm. is why you vomit so that's kind of what your uh your skin does so uh, actually, Bob Schreiber, uh, Dr. Bob Schreiber published this paper in 2004. Uh, I'll give it to you for the show notes, but he kind of proposed these uh, three E's of cancer immunoediting. So immunoediting is your immune system going around your body and like getting rid of cancer, like can- potentially cancerous cells. So first he says that there's elimination where your immune system will go through and eliminate any diseased cells. And then there's equilibrium where you've kind of reached this balance with your immune system and the cancer. So if a cancer cell gets uh, across, like it, if it uh, evades your immune system, but it can't grow more, like it's that's in check, that would be equilibrium. And then there's and what's, state. what's inhibiting that growth. Uh, the growth could be a lot of different things. So like it, sometimes hyperproliferation is a, is a trigger or like maybe uh, in order to keep growing, so uh, a big part of cancer is searching for a blood supply. So if it can't grow out of that, um, if it's if it keeps growing, it won't have oxygen supply. Uh, it can be it can be like necrotic in the center, like dead in yeah, the center. Right. Yeah, yeah. So there are different kind of ways that cancer is halted growing naturally in your body, and then it's just yes. an accumulation of mutations that pushes it past. It, how often, like, and like, I guess, like, whatever, like, normal is, like, in a normal, healthy person, like, how often do things like that happen, or, or do you even know, like, how often that happens to, to just the average person, and then, like, so you have what would be, like, a cancerous growth that your immune system just sh- is able to shut down on its own without you even knowing. So actually, in men, by the time you're in your mid twenties, you are really likely to have cancerous prostate cells. So you probably have prostate cancer right now, but it's such a slow growing tumor that you'll probably die of something else first. Like wow. it happens all the time. Well, at least there's that. Wow. At, yeah. least, at least there's that. Wow. I I mean, wow. Okay. Yeah. So like That's... you ha- might have a few cancerous cells, but they're not going to divide enough to get in the way. But like think it, about your- it, I guess- yeah. the, I, I could I could like fucking talk about this all night. Anyway, I'm sorry. I should have interrupted because I was going to add like what's- do this do like the the i guess the prostate cells or uh, whatever do they just grow slowly or so, like what yeah so uh just different tissue types divide at different rates so like your skin replicates a lot because it's constantly getting pushed outwards shed mm-hmm. shed off getting repaired um that divides really quickly which is why skin cancer is so common like you're you have so much surface area and it's constantly growing there are mm-hmm. a lot of there are a lot of chances for mutations to get incorporated and turn into for your skin to turn into a tumor um your so something like the prostate it replicates really slowly like your prostate doesn't need to constantly grow and shed right it's mostly a hormone secreting Mm -hmm. organ or a a, what not semen it's yeah it's semen the the stuff that sperms women right like your prostate produces (laughs) semen you guys are giggling like children. I love it. Okay, so I'm, I'm going to ask. Uh, this is a super highbrow podcast. We had a few questions that were posed from our the science enthusiasts group on Facebook, 
and uh, we'd like to ask you a couple of those as well. Um, one of them that I think is uh, fits really well into the vein of our podcast is who is uh, the most annoying cancer quack, uh, in your opinion, people who are peddling uh, nonsense related to cancer? Uh, I don't know. All, all quacks seem to have a cancer specialty. Like everyone says everything causes and cures cancer. Um, like Merkula will peddle a thousand things that cure cancer. And a well, it, it, isn't he the he, asshole that sold tanning beds that said, oh, yeah. hey, yeah. These, these prevent cancer or cure cancer yeah. or whatever? It's, yeah. it's like, let, let me give you cancer and then let me cure your cancer. Like yeah. that's, that's a great Ugh. business model, right? He's, I mean, yeah, he's an asshole. Yeah. He's yeah. a total asshole, and he, but then and he just had to he just had to settle. I think what how many like just a few million like he had yeah. to settle for for yeah. making those claims. But like for some reason, it just blows me away. Like that's not like I headline have, news. Like everywhere, and nobody really pays attention to like shit like that. No, he he flies under the radar very well. Oh, he's so good at that, and he's, I don't understand so how or why. He is the modern snake oil salesman who gets away with like whatever he wants. But yes. And I think I heard. I think I. I, I can't attribute this correctly um, to, to who threw this idea out there. But I. I think the reason is he's not trying to be everywhere and do everything like Food Babe yeah. is. Like she wanted to have her own like like Doctor Phil type or, or uh, what whatever it is like like afternoon show on TV like that. And that's why she's been been such an easy target because she's trying to be so big and uh you know Merkela and her his his girlfriend not aren't necessarily trying for that even though they're making like four or five million dollars a year off their website but anyway i did spent my natural health resource since 1998 (laughs) (laughs) oh oh yeah whatever the fuck that means that's the tagline on his website yeah no yeah no i I know exactly what you're saying it looks like it's from 1998 too yeah uh yeah but like merkel is an asshole right like no one's no one's denying that he's a dick but is he any more of a dick than the truth about cancer people or gerson who developed gerson therapy that tells cancer patients to shove coffee up their ass not oh. necessarily. Food Babe says a thousand things cause and cure cancer, and they're all irresponsible. And but honestly, like for me, someone like David Avocado Wolf that just has like not necessarily just like he's stupid, he's an yeah. asshole, and but he's arrogant about it, and he's hurting other people. That infuriates me more. Like that is harder for me to understand than someone who's just greedy like greed is easier for me to understand than you just don't care about other people and think you're that great well and then and people really take the word of these like david avocado wolf people like through their memes or whatever they think is gonna you know cure cancer like yeah and and that's frustrating like yeah yeah it's it's really frustrating and it makes pe- it makes my job harder to do mm-hmm. um, when people think that I'm trying to kill people. I mean, I do cancer research. I do I do basic research on your immune system, and I get the same stuff with vaccines. I try mm-hmm. to explain vaccines to people, and they show me like PubMed abstracts that say the exact opposite of what they think they say, and they they just have that bizarre arrogance where they think that they don't need training to understand these super complex topics and texts 
your immune system, your tissue, nothing's really intuitive or easy to understand until you look at it really closely. Well, and so, I mean, I see another question from the science enthusiast group is, what is the weirdest cancer, you know, in quotes, cure being peddled today? I mean, I'm sure that there's many, but like, are there any that stick out to you as just particularly crazy? Yeah, the the butt butt stuff. stuff Yeah. The butt stuff is really weird. Like, I don't understand why everyone's obsessed with your butt. Like, whenever I post about coffee enemas on Biology Babe, I get some guy who says, well, it's easier to absorb the caffeine that way. I'm like, yeah, mm. but why? Why that's not, yeah, right? the it's like, option? What does that do? It's like, that, yeah. That's not, yeah, that's, that's, that's not incorrect. You could right. also get super drunk super quick by putting, putting alcohol in, in your ass, but it doesn't mean it's a good idea yeah. or that it's or necessarily that it's safe. Or something. Like, yeah. yeah. I don't understand the butt stuff. The butt stuff's super weird. The detox thing is really strange. Mm-hmm. The detox thing is like, oh, and the alkaline diet. The alkaline stuff is just bizarre. Like, that people will have. Me. I can't stand that. Not, yeah. not only the alkaline diet, but how they say lemons alkalize your body even though they're acidic. Like, there's no internal consistency. <laughs> <laughs> it's like when you say it out loud, it just sounds so bizarre yet people believe it absolutely and like if you actually just sit and think about it like just think about that for a second like if if you what you ate changed your body's ph then drinking orange juice would kill you your blood would turn to acid and you would just die i don't know why people think that eating i don't know carbohydrates makes your body turn to lemon juice yeah, I when you say it like that, I don't know why either. But but people, I mean, people will buy into that because You'll they will buy into. You'll have to get a psychologist anything. on here. Yeah, <laughs> I, I do I, cancer I think, stuff. Someone else can do the brain yeah. picking stuff. Yeah, I think I think we're gonna need to do that. I I have some people in mind actually, so we're. I, I think I, it's yeah. I think it's more of a more of a well that sound like that makes I mean it, if I put X in my body then I should have Y results from that and and I think it's just just a lack of understanding of just even just like how your digestive system works or how. I th- I think it's I think it's about applying concepts because people don't think like. Okay, well, if I believe that the alkaline diet is true, then what what other things have I been eating? Like, what would that be doing to my body? Like, why would eating a salad be better for my blood than eating a steak? Like, that. why are those things different? And you know how I resolve that? I eat a salad when I eat a steak. Oh, <laughs> that, that seems um, like a novel concept to have some kind of balanced-ish meal. Yeah. I... <laughs> right and and not like a 20 20 ounce porterhouse that's, or anything like crazy. an actual like what are what are you thinking eight ounce filet and not even eight ounce i think it's only supposed to be four ounce i think oh yeah size of a deck of the, cards. The, or yep. the, yeah the size of the palm of your hand yep, that mm-hmm. i have tiny hands but that's uh, uh you, well <laughs> you can borrow mine I got huge hands <laughs> I <don't>... Sweet. <laughs> giant steaks <laughs> That goes with the cubit, right? Like how how Noah's Ark is three hundred cubits long, and a cubit is the length between the inside of your elbow and I think the tip of your finger. Oh, 
but like you have no how, idea you like, have no who, idea who, like how excited anytime somebody says anything about the arc how excited yeah. how excited i get because that 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 place is like an hour and a half from my parents house and i'm totally next thanksgiving you're visiting Ooh, no not even like july i'm going <laughs> oh is it open already it's uh, it's opening july 7th i think and, he, and then he's I'm, obviously going on, on opening day and I, no, I'm not going to opening day. I'm no. going to go like the next, the week after, like in the middle of the week. So it's not going to be as busy. I'm going, to, I'm going to take so many pictures, and I'm going to like live tweet the experience. And oh my gosh, I'm going to do like a blog post about it and everything, and just be like all about the uh, art. Yeah, this is this. Is, I'm going to have to like. I need to. I need to do like. It's going to be, I think it's really one of those things where I can do like 80% of the work before I even go and then just plug in pictures and just like talk about it and then be like 20, 25% poverty rate around in the area and then just drive around the area and take pictures of houses and be like. How, do, how does Christianity, Christianity explain different races? They don't. They don't explain anything. Let's, let's just be real here well it's i mean it's 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 a celebration like it's a celebration too. of genocide and then incest mm -hmm. so the incest I, and genocide that, park it is that that's a, i mean i don't i don't know i don't i don't know like the 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 mo like whenever i decide that i'm done with my visit at the ark encounter uh there's also there, i think that they, they, they have, i don't know if they have the creation museum open at the park now yeah. Or if the, because I know there's one like 40 minutes away from where they're building it. Um, there's also, I think there's one in like Cincinnati or some, there's somewhere like fairly close to me that I, I'm planning on going to like sometime in the fall. Um, but I mean, they can, like, the mental gymnastics that they go through to explain those things are, is just, just astounding. Uh, like they, I, I'm sure that like their argument would be, well, you know, after the arc, people were separated and lived on their own. And then just naturally, you know, we have people that, you know, have all sorts of different, different features and blah, 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 blah. But that's, I mean, that's, that's first, first they have to explain how a 500 year old dude with bronze age tools was able to build an arc that had two of everything and how penguins from, um, you know, uh, south you know south africa were able to or even antarctica were able to 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 walk their happy asses to the middle east to to jump on board the ark and then and then walked their happy asses back without you know dying or the world was smaller then <sighs> and, and yeah. honestly like it changed a lot of geography well i mean yeah. it was that was only six thousand years ago so and it was the same time six thousand years ago. And if you want to believe in something, you will find a way to believe in that, and you will craft whatever miraculous story you need. What and it's fucking crazy as shit, though. Like, this is a whole episode, but it this is, is fucking this is. crazy. Um, yeah, we always go to religion. So it's the same. Back to Alt Med, which is yeah. Like back to that. Yeah. Back, back to something but, else that's equally but, as but pissing. it's. A, it's the same it's wow. the same thing like alternative wow. medicine is the magical thinking of of health and it's as crazy as religion sometimes so yeah well i i, 
I wouldn't say I'm a militant atheist. Like I'm an atheist, but I don't think that pe- all people who practice religion are stupid. Right. I think it holds it holds a lot of value for people's cultures. I think that it's a symbol of family. Mm-hmm. I think that it's important for a lot of people. But uh, it's uh, there are definitely concepts where when you when someone tells you something magical and you just believe it because it's something you've always heard without questioning it, that that is you can see that in a lot of different ways. You can see that in politics. You can see that in religion. You can see that in art. You can see that in any opinion, right? Yeah. Right. Um, I, I just prefer to deal in facts. Yeah. Uh, you're such a, such a dick for, for, for wanting like facts and Real logic. Stuff. Like yeah. how, how dare you? Can I, uh, can I ask another uh, question from the, Please, if you, Devin. if you, if you have to. Oh, I do. I have to is a positive requirement. Uh, Okay. Another question that was asked uh, from the science enthusiast group uh, was with American students getting an average of 15 minutes or so of science education uh, per week. Uh, Do you have suggestions for things parents can do at home uh, to supplement the sort of educational void uh, created by this minimization of science time at school? I well, let me jump in here. You cannot, you cannot escape the void. Oh, I see what you did there. He's like, yeah, he's he's an <laughs> asshole. That's we know that. Yeah, you're a tool. <laughs> anyway, anyway, sorry, Lord. <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah. So it's kind of the advice I give to parents for any problem or issue they're having, like just spend time with your kids. No, you cannot expect me to like be a parent, spend time with my kids, and like and like have have an active role in my child's education. Like, who who are you? Well, it's not even that. It doesn't have to be an education. It just has to be like exploring the world because like everything's new to your kid. When your kid touches something, it's not because they want to fuck up your life. And break something. <laughs> it's they not. See how it works. <laughs> Wait, you, you, you don't that have kid. children, do you? <laughs> you children. So, they want to fuck it all up. But anyway, <laughs> it feels like that, right? Like it feels like that. But like, it, they're not necessarily malicious when they do. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. And so you, like when you're parenting, it's hard. It's really hard. Like whenever I, I, I don't have kids, but whenever I spend time with kids and they touch something, I just like want them to stop. <laughs> I just want them to stop. Yes. Well, right. well, like, welcome to my life. Yeah. That's right. It's harder to fucking right? stop sometimes. Guys, come on. But it's, Chill. Yeah. But this is, this is, this is how we do biology. The way we learn about something is we break it yeah. and then we try to fix it. We try to replace it. We try to uh, study why it's broken. So it's important for kids to touch things mm-hmm and manipulate them and explore them. And so you, it's your job to kind of facilitate that. Like you just, you have to figure out a way to put aside time to let them study the world, to let them ask questions, to encourage that. If you don't know the answer, look it up. There's a big vast Google for that. If you don't know what it is, you can maybe just talk about like, oh, well, how would we find out what that answer is with, I don't know, an experiment or changing something or how would we fix it? It's it. There are a lot of options and it's just, it's socialization. Yeah. You have to get people excited by talking about it and showing them and letting them do it. No, I I think, no, I think that that's, that's all 
like perfect because as, as a parent, yeah, I mean, you do, you want them to ask questions and the, the former teacher in me, like that's what I wanted, um, in my students was them to ask questions and for them to know sometimes that I didn't actually know the answer either. So I, it was my job to show them how to find the answer. So exactly that there isn't just one source of knowing everything. That's not how it works. Like there are experts, there are, and there are things that are unknown too. So helping them get through that process. Exactly. And admitting to mistakes and fixing them and going back and reevaluating your position is Mm -hmm. part of that too. You always have to be curious and revise your view of the world. That's what your child is doing. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think it's just getting them excited about the idea of learning that it's not, it's a process, it's a journey and it, you know, it's something that's to be enjoyed and embraced. Um, it's, it's not about going to school and sitting at a desk way too early in the morning with people you don't like being asked to do things you find boring. It's about right. learning about the world and touching it and experiencing it and wanting to figure out more or experience more. Yeah. And as parents, it's like, we can't expect school to do all of that. We can't expect it to, to give them that thirst for knowledge and everything and it's we supplement it at at home as parents I think um Mm -hmm. because when they see you excited they'll get excited too yeah I absolutely well Lauren I definitely appreciate you taking time out of your schedule to join us tonight thank you Lauren it's been a pleasure I had a great time thanks for having me it was good for us, too. If you sure. enjoyed our interview with Laura tonight, you can follow her on Facebook as Biology Babe, on tw- on Twitter, uh, Instagram, and Snapchat. That's like a lot of social media. As Bio L Babe. And links to all those can be found in our show notes. Okay, so this week, we are going to tell you why we love the internet. And we love the internet because of, I have to take a breath before I say this, <laughs> garlic bread memes on Facebook, because that's a thing that we are all looking at right now on our own computers, hundreds of miles away from each other, um, and fucking laughing at because garlic bread oh my god i'm i now i see the one that says when your mom when your when your mom does it <laughs> garlic bread i'm sorry when your I'm mom does, says you don't have any more garlic bread <laughs> and i don't even know what this is from but it says why though <laughs> i like the one below it, the i eat garlic bread starter pack and it's like a dude that's like on like a higher level of conscious than anyone else oh, yeah, and it's like that, yeah Transcending, transcending time and space. Yeah. I like the kids sitting in the toilet. And he's going to flush pulling, himself. Yeah, pulling the flush. <laughs> right, says, yeah. When your mom doesn't buy garlic bread. It's, it's so good. Amazing. It's like, I mean, what, what did people do before the internet? Like, what did we do when we couldn't look at memes that like, I mean, last night I was looking at <laughs> memes at two in the morning. Like, I mean, I hate myself for admitting that, but that's my life and I will, I guess, own up to it. 
I mean, do you guys? I cannot I imagine mean, a better existence. Right, right, right now at ten thirty p.m., just mm -hmm. scrolling through memes about garlic bread, and they have this weird rivalry yeah. with banana bread. Like banana bread is the <laughs> anti-garlic bread on this page, and they just hate on it so hard. It's like the Alexander Hamilton and Aaron Burr. Like they're going to get into a duel, like garlic bread <laughs> and banana. Well, they bread. have and who's yeah, and they have bread. a. They have a video here, and we're gonna have to link it to us in the, in the show notes, definitely. Um, where they they show banana bread, and they say it's got the X Files music behind it, and it says things like bananas or banana bread is made out of bananas. Bananas are, are yellow. Do you know what else is yellow? Sand. Do you, do you know where sand? Where else has sand? Egypt. Do you know what's in Egypt? Pyramids. Did and you know that banana bread is triangular? You know what else is triangular? Bananas. Bananas have three syllables. Three times two is six. Six 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 is the number of the devil. And and you and, and you know what Illuminati confirms. Yeah, because it Illuminati, garlic bread. Oh, I bread, love it. All of it. Yeah. So, I mean, we like dicking around on the internet. If you guys didn't know already, <laughs> so I'm, I don't know if you guys know this or not, but Garlic Bread Memes has a Twitter as well, which is at GB Memes, and no! they, they shared, yeah, dude, yeah, and they shared, uh, they shared a tweet on their Facebook page. It says, "The hardest part about eating banana bread is telling your parents you're a failure." <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I love the banana bread ones. They hate on it so bad. I mean, I like I I like banana bread though. Am I a terrible person? I also like garlic bread, so I do secretly I, like so, banana bread. So I don't know. Like I'll I'll own up to liking both. Well, why not well, both? Here's it, well because garlic <laughs> bread won't betray you. Garlic bread won't cheat on you. <laughs> garlic bread won't fight with you. Garlic bread won't divorce you. All right. Well, then hashtag I guess. GB memes. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> or, or, or here we go. Here we go. The the I like garlic bread starter pack, and it's just a picture of a brain. Because all you need is a brain to like garlic bread, right? That's it. Oh, just a brain. Just a brain. So we all like garlic bread, I guess. And I like garlic I bread meat. It's well, Devin. Too bad you weren't here for crap taxidermy last week because that was something too is there is there bdsm garlic bread though I, I don't think so so i think that crap taxidermy like wins by a nose but i but, but i think they do because i'm looking at one right now where it has a woman laying on a bed with her underwear down at her knees and there's a dude sitting there watching tv and on tv there is of course garlic, <laughs> garlic bread. bread because garlic bread over literally anything else in life right is what it's saying garlic bread wins all the time apparently yeah this I one's mean, got a kid going down a slide and he's getting increasingly scared in each frame <laughs> he's flipping out in the last frame <laughs> it shows the end of the slide into a big pool of banana bread <laughs> <laughs> well here yeah, they have another one with a kid going down the slide same same idea and it says how tasting bread without garlic feels <laughs> <laughs> i mean like i i would like some garlic bread right now so this is effective i guess 
maybe it might it might just be big garlic bread. It is. It's big garlic to... bread conspiracy. Illuminati confirmed. Uh, I wouldn't even care. Is there banana? Are is there banana bread memes? There is, but only like a hundred thirty like it. Oh, uh, it's not. I uh, no. It's, no. It looks like it's a lot of Spider Man. No, they <laughs> they had the opportunity and they lost it. Maybe, maybe. Oh, you know what? You know what they did? You know what they did? Garlic bread memes made banana bread memes to make them look bad. I don't even get this one. It's some dude like 1950s style with his jacket over his shoulder and his head is just a giant piece of banana bread. And it says, they say you are what you eat, but I don't remember eating God's tears. <laughs> what? Well, so that's something. Like, that one's at least not terrible because it's yeah. fucked. <laughs> because it's fucked. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for joining us tonight for this week's episode. If you enjoyed listening, please consider leaving us a five-star rating on iTunes. You can also follow Natalie on Facebook as Science Moms, myself, Dan, as a science enthusiast, and Devin as Skepticism by the Pint. Uh, again, if you enjoyed our interview with Orin, you can follow her on Facebook as Biology Babe or on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat as BioLBabe because hashtag social media and links to all those uh, will be found in our show notes. So we definitely appreciate you guys uh, taking the time to listen to us tonight, and we will see you again next yeah. week. Bye, guys. Thank you very much. Cheers, guys. Cheers, Devin. <laughs> what? There it is. That's what I said. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. It was a little delayed on my end. Okay. Oh really? Yeah. Balls. It's okay, it's not your fault. It's not hey, Devin. <laughs> it's not your fault, man. Man, man Devin, listen to me. Listen to me, man. Devin, it's Hands not on, your fault. Hands on shoulders. Hands it's on not shoulders. Your it's not your fault. Don't do it's this not to your me, fault. Man. Don't do this to me. Not you. It's man. not your fault. <laughs> you guys okay? Yeah. Yeah, we're yeah. good. What's right, going cool. on? The music you heard in this podcast was written and performed by Adam Johnson and was used with his permission. You can contact Adam at adamjohnsondc at gmail.com. I went to open the door, but then I realized it, it was hot because it was hot outside. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.